Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back as officially, officially, season eight of the Corner Roof Podcast. It is an awesome show today. We have a special guest, our first guest of the year, and none other than former co-host of the show, as my as Ghost almost knocks a, a uh, lamp out, JD Davis, the retired, the now retired yes, former co-host of the Corner Roof Podcast. Former intern for the Gozag Score Zag Score podcast. Shout out to my boy Andy. And former uh, uh, former host, Mets DH host of the right. for, host of the uh, former formerly canceled um, two dudes uh, cinematic universe podcast. So, right. and also one of my favorite people to have on the show because I love his college takes. Me and him last year had the best college preview ever. That was a good. I was good. Looking back, we were oh, yeah. we were on point. Oh, we were yeah. better than the ESPN hacks. That's for sure. Dude, and uh, by the way, JD, um, your boy is now four for four in the last four years predicting national champions. I had last year's, uh, but I so I'm one one for one. But yes, four for four. All right, that's pretty impressive. I went. That. I got Georgia, impressive. Bama, LSU, and Clemson. I called them all four years in a row. Oh, pressure's on. Big year. Mm-hmm. The LSU one, even though Kevin insisted, does not count. Um, uh, because uh, you know I, I called it week four, but I was like, yeah, week four is early enough where it still counts. That's I would count that as you did predict it, but it wasn't your preseason predictions. Yeah. So you'd be three for four in preseasons, but you did predict it at some point. Yeah, my twenty nineteen and my twenty nineteen one does not count whatsoever. Um it it shouldn't count if we went by that, but mm. got a few uh college we got a few non college topics we're talking about first before we get going. Matt Corral is unfortunately out for the season with a Liz Frank injury. I do not think this is a huge deal. It sucks for Corral because he's out for the season, but I think this is good for the Bengals master uh, for the Panthers master plan. I think letting Corral sit, learn the offense, watch how the speed of the NFL works, and see from a bird's eye view behind Baker or Darnold or PJ Walker. I think this is a perfect fit for the Panthers. I think honestly, this is a really good idea. I, I it could be it sucks he's injured, but it's like the same time for Corral. It's like he wasn't gonna play this year anyway. If he was, it's gonna be a complete clusterfuck. So I don't hate this at all. I, I was I hope that he wouldn't pick anything up from Sam Donald, but <laughs> I I think this is I'm not like this is a good thing for him or anything like that, but obviously Baker was gonna be the starting quarterback for that team. Um I think the only option I think just Panthers know what they're getting from Sam Darnold. There could have been some sort of possible hope that Corral could have stepped in for a game or so if there was some sort of injury or if they were just doing that bad. But overall, um, with recent years, even looking at Patrick Mahomes where he sat for that year behind Alex Smith, I'm I'm a big fan of rookie quarterbacks sitting for at least a year to learn before they step in. So I think this is good for Corral in the end just to be able to watch some play and just kind of learn some things while he's healing. 
Yeah, it's definitely not as bad as like like another rookie quarterback out there that like might actually play. I feel like the Panthers are going to be just good enough that he wasn't going to play anyways. Um, I don't think they were going to throw him in there if they're like seven and eight or something like that. Um, but that being said, you know, obviously the injury is not a good thing, but I get what you guys are saying. If it's not the worst, he can learn or whatever. The only problem is you would like him out there learning on the practice field and oh, playing yeah. in practice and learning that way. And it's just sitting behind two guys that are, you know, manageable. I don't think anything, uh, JD Davis's 2021, uh, surprise team, Carolina Panthers. I don't think <laughs> that carries 2022, but, um, I think they're going to be manageable enough. I think they'll win enough games. I think Baker will keep that job for pretty much the entire year. Uh, I, th- I think there's a better chance now that Baker plays the entire year than before, at least before you'd be like, ah, if they're, like 500, not going to make the playoffs. Let's see Corral. Yeah. We know what we have with, with Sam. So All right, we'll wrap up uh, these last two. We'll save the Kamar Usman stuff for the last call. Uh, first last call of the year, by the way, folks. It's a joint last call with me and Matt, actually. <laughs> and uh, quick news, uh, Sean Marks and Katie agree on stay in Brooklyn. Um, this is the biggest eh news. It's like, great. They're still not going to win the finals. <laughs> I mean, I think this is just, at the end of the day, it's just good for Brooklyn. I mean, you know, in the beginning, there was never any talk that, you know, um, Kyrie was going to leave or wanted out. It was just that he was going to just sign his, you know, option and just come back and just play the season out. So I was kind of surprised when KD kind of threw a little tantrum and was like, I want out. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So, I, you know, I could just be speaking from a fan space, obviously. But I think at the end of the day, this is just good for Brooklyn and good for the Brooklyn fans. They get to keep KD. They keep Kyrie for another year. So let's just see if they can pull an Aaron Rodgers and just keep him happy, have a good season, just hope that he comes back for the next two or three years of his contract. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. This, this right. whole story was so, <laughs> so stupid. It was so okay. dumb. So for, for, for record, nothing to come of it, it's so KD and Kyrie okay. to just well, be in the news like, for three weeks and to land on the same exact team. Me and Matt had to pull topics out our ass for not as bad as what me and Kevin had to do back during the pandemic, but like it was bad enough where me and Matt were yeah, like talking about Kevin. summer, it summer months go air conversations. It was like, <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about yeah. right now? All right, a few quick injury notes before we get to college football because that's what everyone came for tonight. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, update is outlook for the Giants defense. It's not as bad as we thought. Only three to four weeks in MCL sprain. Chase Young's injury is four games at least. It's not good for mm-hmm. the commanders. We are commanders. Bump and bump, bump, bump. Um, and um, unfortunately, Tyquan Thornton, who honestly, like watching him burn receivers and corners in practice was awesome to watch. Uh, busted collarbone looks like we don't know if it's broken. It's just it's in a collarbone injury. Um, not season ending, but it's undisclosed amount of time he's out for. So rough news for the Patriots. You got to give it at least, got to give it at least eight, eight games for Taekwon. I would imagine with a collarbone. I was like, I think only Tony almost the only guy that came back, I think without having to miss the full season that I can think of if I'm wrong, but Taekwon at least is going to miss the first six to eight games. I would say. All right. All right. So, uh, we'll go rookie's choice for Washington, by the way. Yeah. Just Just throw that up. The fact that Sam, the fact that Sam Howell might be like actually having an outside shot at starters. I thought, I thought the Giants were going to finish last in the division after the Chase Young news. I think they might take third. It's going to be like Dallas and Philly, six miles ahead, and then there's just Washington and. I'm a Philly believer this year, Jared. Just so you know. Oh God, we're fucked. You're fucked. I know. (laughs) Oh, by the way, folks. uh, Next Tuesday, 
and Thursday, we'll be doing our college football, uh, our pro football preview. We're doing a two-parter this year. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to have a good time. So we have no idea who they're bringing on. You guys have no idea either. That's why it's a fun time. All right. Who, all right. Uh, guest choice. What conference are we starting with today as we kick off the college football season? Obviously, we know who the number one seed is. It's Alabama. The, the, everyone wants to see, are they going to come back, redeem? I mean, listen, that was one crazy, scary Alabama team, and they returned with arguably the two best players in college football with Will Anderson and Bryce Young. Got Georgia, who just basically reloaded on defense, but they still have that um, Chick-fil-A salesman or whatever the fuck he works at, uh, Stetson Bennett. Um and then you know you have the wild card that is the ACC, where we don't know what the fuck's happening at that, that conference. What's new? <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, the Clemson's dead. So, uh, DJD, where we were right, Clemson's dead. We did kill Clemson last year. That, that is one thing we did. Single handedly. DJ Ungalongalele, I think I pronounced that right. Um, has just not been. He's uh, what? I, I, okay, you, so you I, spent all last offseason practicing how to say that name, and it ended up not mattering because we didn't have to talk about him every week. So. Exactly. I mean, okay, so literally, <laughs> uh, JD, before we uh talk about conferences, I did say on um on Kevin's show when I came on to talk ACC, I I said because he's a he's like a tight end playing quarterback. I said if Tim Tebow was New York style pizza, DJ Ungalangalele is basically um Ohio State campus Domino's. And I thought Kevin was going to piss himself. He was laughing. Him and uh, Kieran were some like shock. So that was my uh, my one haymaker of the year. I only get one apparently, and that was it. All right. I'll According to it. Kevin, it was the meanest things ever been said on his show. So there you go. Did you say Ohio State Dominoes? Yeah, Ohio State Camps Dominoes. Is that like known for being terrible? I don't know. Uh, you're the one with <laughs> Ohio State. I had Dominoes all the time. It was the cheapest option. I don't know why, but Ohio State from like a Midwest Ohio Ohio State Domino's from a Midwest state just sounds really good. That's not bad. I mean, it's really cheap. That's like the <laughs> well. The point Domino's is, is it's not even close to New York style pizza. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Very true. Very. That true. was the joke. Okay. Yes. Fine. We're talking the worst conference in, in college football, at least for now. Pac-12. I want to get the ugliness out of the way because I have no idea what the hell is happening. Oregon loses their head coach. You have I think the Pac-12 you, pretty easy. Well, it's like then you have you. It's USC and Utah in the South. I guess Oregon wins the North. But like I, I was gonna say, we lit off. Who do you think is gonna be the biggest disappointment this year? Oh, biggest disappointment. Okay, JD, you're right. first, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the problem is like no one in the Pac-12 really has like high expectations except for maybe Utah and USC, and I actually think both those teams are going to be pretty good. Um, I've heard a lot of smoke of, like, randomly, like, Arizona. I don't really think that's going to be that good. But I think the biggest disappointment right off the rip is going to be Oregon, but that's also kind of expected. I think they take a step back. Um, I don't think that they are in the I'm so confused. Here's why you're wrong, JD. <laughs> uh, it's USC. too early. You're gonna come in for the Pac-12 with what I'm wrong. Just you wait, pal. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to. I was hoping we weren't gonna do the Pac-12 first, but I. I wanted to see. I didn't want JD to cry in the hour. first five minutes of the episode. So that's why. Fair. Let me warm uh, me up first. Jeez. I missed you, Kevin. I missed you too, buddy. I think <laughs> I. I don't think usc is usc basically people are acting like it's natty or bust 
for them. No, th- there are unrealistic expectations. I yeah, think. and I think that's why they're going to be the disappointment of the okay. conference. Yeah, I mean, if, if not winning the conference is disappointing, then yeah, I'd say USC. I think USC being a two or three loss non-champion is not a bad season for first year Lincoln Riley at USC. Picking, ticking. I mean, they have some talent, but picking up, you know, players that aren't quite his yet at offensive lines would be incredibly weak. Uh, one of the worst parts of the team. And then the defense isn't very good, but they have a great wide receiver room. And I think uh, Caleb Williams is actually going to be really good. So in that way, I like they're going, like they're not going to be disappointing. The fact they're not going 500. Like I think they will be nine to 10 wins. Oh, they're going to be better, but their fans are going to be disappointed because everyone thinks they're going to be in the college football playoffs, probably in Natty, according to their fans. And I think Utah's in the same boat. I think they're, they also have very high expectations. It's not they do necessarily have really high expectations. It's not necessarily. I think these teams are going to be bad, but I think compared to what the expectations are for these teams going into the season, they're not going to meet them. And that will make them a disappointment. All right. That's fair. If, if USC not winning the conference and Utah, not going to the playoff is disappointing, then I would say, yeah, they're both going to have disappointing seasons, but I do think Utah is going to win the Pac-12. By the way, folks, if you don't understand who voice that is, you have not been listening to this podcast that long. Fo- joining us right now, of course, in the Season 8 premiere, one of the founding members of the Corner Booth Podcast. This man has been with me since the end of Season 1, all the way through basically everything here and there. He is the amazing host of the hilarious and always on point Tailgate in the Quad podcast, devoted Alabama cultist, and overall good dude, Mr. Kevin. Yeah, I'm like, I, I said I was leaving, but I'm like herpes. You can't get rid of me. See, buddy, I, I know how to. I, I speak, Kevin. I knew it was like I'm leaving, so I'm not committed to this. But I come back when I feel like it. You're like the house cat of this podcast, or when you need someone. Well, yes, no. When I need a when I need a, a host, like he's the only person to show up for my birthday episode until McCarthy for the last thirty seconds of the show, and it it made it it was it didn't kill me that much. I really care because it was like I was so tired from work all day. Work all day, but. uh yeah, no, it was kind of cool. He came on. He came on for a couple of shows when Matt was out with uh, other like you know ailments or his fiance booking things for him, not realizing we have a show. Yeah, it was always Kevin, fun. Kevin flares Evan, up right when the weather changes around fall. Start yeah, to feel that pretty itchy much. sensation. Um, That's Kevin. He's also, back. Matt having a girl who books things and wants to spend time with them. Loser. Loser. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, no, by okay. the way, we have this going on. I was like, when are you going to tell me this? She's like, oh, I booked this a week ago. I was like, yeah, but like, this is a week later. She's like, ah. She's like, I thought I did. No, She's you telling you right now? Yeah, probably. She's going to text me like, yeah, I booked something two weeks ago. It's tomorrow. Great communication. What do you think, Jared? <laughs> Who do you like uh, in the Pac-12? Okay, so the Pac-12 is fucking weird to me because you could just take chalk all you want and say, oh, it's going to be USC out of the South and fucking Oregon out of the North. It's going to be like the old Jeremiah Masoli versus Matt Barkley days. And it's like, like when Chip Kelly was still in the Pac-12. But to me, the biggest problem with that USC has about going to the Pac-12 championship is those, those pesky Utes, man. The same Utes who stomped on Oregon's throat. JD, we were heckling Samir the entire game. It was hysterical because Utah stomped on their throats. I lost money because I thought you Oregon would at least twice, cover. right? Twice, but this Twice, time I thought yeah. they would at least fucking cover. Yeah. But um, uh, sports betting, me and championship games, not fun. Um, I did pick 
in one parlay, I did take Oregon to cover. The other parlay, I took um, Utah outright. That other parlay won me actual money. Um, but with Utah, just their defense is so fast. They fly around the ball. They don't do anything great on offense. They just beat you. And yes, they lost. They lost. Um, oh God, what's the linebacker's name? Who they just went with the NFL? Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd. I couldn't think of his name for a second. I knew he had two first names. Um, I forgot Paul Feinbaum's name on the show last week, so you're good. <laughs> Who? You know, that's why I brought. I actually wrote out notes this year. Like I came prepared, and I still fucking fucked up shit. But like, I didn't think I was gonna have to remember a prospect that got drafted by the Jaguars, 21st overall. And the fact that I know that's even worse. Um, <laughs> I think the fact you know that but didn't know his name. That's that's worse. what I'm saying. Like. I know Kevin, you've been where and enough. when he got drafted, but I have no idea what his name. <laughs> like I kept saying the Kobe Deedham, I'm like, no dipshit, that's who the Jaguars should have drafted. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, with with the the Utes, just they just their defense is still stacked. Yeah, they lost their best their 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 single collar on the defense, but they still have a bunch of dudes. None of these guys are probably going to be day one or day two draft picks, but they're all they all play. And they all believe in Whittingham's team. So I, the honestly, same quarterback. I think it's the same quarterback. But Kyle Whittingham's got like that, that like team that just like they don't lose. They just beat the piss out of Oregon. And I don't think you you I don't think. Um, oh God, fuck! I can't think of anybody's name. Head coach that just came over from fucking Oklahoma. Um, Jesus, Lincoln Riley. I am I am having it today, man. Seriously, Lincoln Riley. Cool. I don't think he's ready because he thinks he's gonna have a cakewalk because he's been playing seven on seven ball. For the past what seven years, he's been in uh, the Big Twelve. I saw like the Pac twelve like hammers down the defense. I'm just saying you you. I'm saying Utah is that would would be the best defense in the Big Twelve and the Pac twelve. No questions. Asked. Problem is Utah like the Kyle Winningham thing is correct, but it's always when they have like no expectation. It's like the first time in a long time Utah's like yeah. I mean coming I, in with I, being the shit and like like I think Utah I've seen in more. Outside of Ohio State and uh, Alabama, I think I've seen Utah in the playoff like maybe the most consistently. Yeah, of, like, which means they're automatically fucked. But I still which think scares me because originally I was thinking Utah, but I'm not going with Utah in my playoff. I I think you have to blow every other team in the conference out by 30 to justify a Pac-12 team getting back in the College Football Playoffs because the last time it happened, Washington lost like 38 uh, nothing. If they thump Florida in the swamp and Florida ends up having a decent season, that helps. That's um, fair. Like that would be that, that game's big. Like I, not only could like I think if Utah wins that game by like two or three scores, and then Florida ends up like that's one of those Utah has to watch how Florida goes because if Florida's a five hundred team, that means nothing. Uh, but if they win nine games, like that's pretty. That's yeah, a, that's definitely a, that's a, a feather in I, their cap. Especially if I, Florida say like upsets like a really good SEC team. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. I forgot know. Florida was nice, but I think we're overlooking the real powerhouse of the conference. Caleb DeBoer in some good old fashioned Phoenix. Michael Phoenix, the transfer, was announced yes. as a starter at Washington uh, today. Oh yeah. Wait. So I, what a name. Michael Phoenix. I'm pretty sure it's Penix. Um I think <laughs> it's Penix too. I've pronounced it Phoenix for years. I'm not stopping now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you mean Michael Penix, the yeah. Kevin's uh, 2021 Indiana Big Ten championship quarterback. Yeah, I was a, I was a year early. That one. I was I a year early. No games. I think they won no Big Ten games. I was a year early. Phoenix good. is going to win the Pac-12. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. It's, okay. It, oh, JD, JD, you remember, Kevin has like weird affiliations with certain colleges. So like his undying love of Pittsburgh, which always cracks me up. To be fair. And then you have like the fact of uh, like he's obsessed with Indiana, even though we both proved him wrong on that. To be fair, 
I listened to his Big Ten preview because I wasn't going to let him do a Big Ten preview and not, you know, take notes and make sure it was done properly. Um, And he did say it might be the worst prediction he ever had. He admitted on his Big Ten preview. He he did admit that. That was a bad one. He said, that might be the worst I've ever. I'm like, yeah, they didn't win one game and you picked them to win the conference. That's pretty bad. But you admitted it. And that's why I like that, you can. (laughs) Yeah, I'll admit when I'm wrong. It doesn't happen very often, so. That's right. Jesus, relax. No, I was kidding. Nah, you know, Kevin's good about admitting when he's wrong. I have to I have to hear it every fucking five minutes in my friend group when I was drunk off my ass and said Carson Wentz was gonna win six Super Bowls. Five. Five. Yeah. I was one. I think I was eight space dust and a couple shots of uh whiskey deep after a really rough night of seeing my ex girlfriend with her um now ex boyfriend. I love how karma works in mysterious ways. This was like, this was when me and Kevin were just started hanging out. Yeah, I'd also like to point out, by the way, he didn't just say Carson was going to win five Super Bowls. He said, when Carson wins five Super Bowls, we will think he was better than Tom Brady. I was blackout That's out the drunk. Full quote. That, that was the exact word. A lot of career left. A lot of career left for Carson. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, quarterbacks left. are playing 20 years. All right, so. I may owe Carson Wentz a lot of money if he doesn't work out in Washington because I may have just absolutely torpedoed his fucking career. <laughs> just absolutely fired a fucking flat gun-sized hole in his fucking wings, man. All right. Uh, Big 12, kids. Um, Any – okay, who – actually, no, let's say – who is there any Pac-12 team – we'll go around the horn. Any Pac-12 team you think is going to be like – like where the fuck did they come from? I don't think UCLA counts, but I think UCLA is going to be pretty good. I was going to, I was going to also say UCLA with JD. I was also going to say UCLA, but we'll go with Arizona State and Herm. When in doubt, Herm out, baby. I was going to say I was going to then go down to Arizona because I just love the the guys they got this year, but I just don't trust their defense. But I. I have Arizona circled here three times as a surprise team, and I'm not liking this, but I'll go with it anyway because sober Jared is better than uh, at work Jared is better than after work Jared. So it's also insane. Like four or five years ago, I forget who it was, but their head coach was the third highest paid coach of college football. Kevin Sumlin. It wasn't Sumlin. Was it uh, Rich Rod? Uh, It might have been Rich Rod. Rich Rod, yeah, but Rich Rod left three years ago. Yeah, it was like four or five years ago. Okay, because they replaced Rich Rod with Kevin Sumlin. With Kevin Sumlin, yeah. Um, all right, kids, we'll, we'll keep working our way east. Big 12, the Amer- All-American Passing League. Oof. I'm looking between Oklahoma and Baylor. I love Baylor too, man. They, I have them circled three times. They are my, They are my champ. I have them beating Oklahoma State. Baylor's my take a step back team, so that's funny. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked, man. My take a step back team is I have I have Oklahoma. I know it's chalk because they lost everybody, but I saw Pete, I saw like college football experts saying, "Oh, Oklahoma's still gonna win. They have the best roster." It's like, no, 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 they don't. They they lost their their golden ticket. They're they're Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. They don't have a quarterback. Of they have like they have a guy, but he's not the guy. And I, I don't listen in, as much as Mike Gund, Mike Gundy, maybe a tinfoil hat wearing crazy motherfucker. That mullet against Baylor—that's that's the that's the uh, championship game I want to see. That Jim Knowles, Jim Knowles defense, baby. Oh, yeah. um, of course, I have to make it about myself. Um, 
So I think this is going to be a crazy unpopular pick, but three loss Texas wins the Big Twelve. Three wow. loss Texas wins the Big Twelve. Hook'em horns. Texas is only going to have three uh, losses. Three losses. I have. I have. I look at Texas's record this morning just for uh, schedule for shits and giggles because I knew they'd pop up, and I said I circled five games and said, knowing Kevin, seven games. Dude, Texas is like incredibly talented. Obviously, last year uh, I have them. Like I, I would love for Kansas. Texas. I don't want this Texas is a to fucking be back. upset. I, I don't I don't want Texas to be back, but I do think Texas uh, wins the Big Twelve. I think this league cannibalizes itself. I think Baylor takes a step back, and Oklahoma State they've kind of been the pesky like come in and you know been more competitive with Oklahoma. Obviously, Oklahoma's still going to be really talented. Um, I think there's probably like four or five teams that could win this conference. Um, people love Kansas State, um, which is funny because it's Adrian Martinez playing quarterback for. I, don't oh, know, I also team. love. I have Kansas State making the Big Twelve championship. I figured Mo- I, that's I, I, a State lot of people. Was do. my surprise team, but had still like do. four losses. A lot of people. Do. I have a lot of people like Kansas State. I didn't know that when I made this pick. By the way, my logic was Kansas had their fun in the sun in two thousand seven. It's time for K State, the Ivy of the Midwest, K-State to have their year. time to shine. The Colin so I have Kansas State. I have Kansas State losing to Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship. Also, my issue with the Texas pick is Texas has a starting quarterback right now who Steve Sarkeesian did not want to start. Uh, Rumors coming out of Austin are that he wanted to start Hudson Card. And boosters told him, no, you're starting Quinn. God, I love Texas. I love when boosters make the calls on the football field. That's that's always great news. Um, I honestly, it's not bitter. It's not anything. I just want to see Quinn Ewers play football. I feel like he played with my heart machine for too way too long. And uh, yeah, he used Ohio State, got the bag. Good for him. But I want to see him play football. I want to see what the hype's about. I wouldn't hate if he's not good, if I'm going to be honest. Um, but I just want to see him play football. And that's not even bitter. I don't want any Texas quarterback to be good because I don't want Texas to be good. Um, but here's, that being here's said, I think they're just today. more talented. And I think – I mean, I was – I think I picked B. John Robinson to win the Heisman last year. Obviously, he missed like three games, but he was on pace to um, probably not win the Heisman, but have the best I think he's also going to miss games this year. He's being um, investigated by the NCAA currently, or he was at one for point. For his Lamborghini? For selling a championship game ring, which is counted as an impermissible benefit. Honestly, if there's yeah. one thing I can't stand for, it's college athletes selling their memorabilia. Yeah, ridiculous. Go, go um, but here's what Sark needs to do to get Quinn Ewer's career and Texas on the right track. You start him week one. Yeah. Then you go to Hudson Card week two. Because Alabama is out for blood this year. You do not like put that on. Do not do sacrifice not him like Miami did De'Aaron King. You do not allow Quinn Ewers to be subjected to that at his second start. And then you start him the rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, they won't. Uh, I think Quinn Ewers is dev- I think Quinn Ewers is the right play there. I really do. Um, but hey, we'll see. I think they're going to get destroyed by Alabama. That's why. Like, I think Texas is going to win. I think the Big 12, honestly, out of the five conferences, for me, feels like the least likely to have someone in the playoff. Not saying they're the worst. They're just, like, 
the top is like average and there's a lot of average and like no one in that conference really strikes me as someone who's going to go undefeated or one loss, which is what they would need to make the championship um, or the college football playoffs. So I just think the big 12 is the one that's not represented this year. Fair. Um, Maybe two not represented. I don't know. We'll see. Matt, big 12. How are you feeling right now? Um. I'm slipping. I'm, I'm gonna slip Oklahoma in there, like with a little. It's because like Venables' up. defense it's is gonna safe. come to play. It's, the, it's it is a safe pick. I got, and then I, you know, I'll, I think I look at Oklahoma State as that like sleeper team like that. Just teams just gonna. I think they're gonna be good this year. Kansas State as well. Um, I think we're all gonna shoot down West Virginia. Listen, I, I I'm I'm betting on West Virginia for the backyard <laughs> brawl. Like that's happening. Like I'm betting hard on West Virginia to beat Pitt. The important question is: Does UMass play? What was that game UConn. last year? Yeah, the combo. Is the combo happening this year? I think it is happening. Oh hell yeah! All right, give me UMass right now. I had them last year too. Give me UConn in Connecticut. We're doing this right. Oh damn! I didn't know they had to go to Connecticut. Shit, uh, that's gonna be electric. Uh. We talking about the uh, any ten this time or not? Nah? <laughs> I think they're still fucking independent at this point. Oh man, I don't know. I lost. Well, I see, lost. See, Jamie, the best part is Matt's out of Matt. Literally lives like twenty minutes from me, and Kevin only lives about two hours north. We could definitely make this a corner booth outing if we fly you out here. I know we talked <laughs> about this last year, and I'm like, but it was like what? I'll come for the cumble. I like coming for the cumble. Uh, also, I'm changing my pick. I'm taking Cincinnati to win the Big Twelve. Oh, They're not great. in the Big 12 yet, but I, yeah, next year. Love the energy. Um, also, here's why I can definitively say Oklahoma will not be in the Big 12 championship. I said this last week on Tailgate in the Quad. Their coach is too busy making sure he can give sloppy toppy instead of focusing on coaching. God, he's had some interesting press conferences in his first Yo, conference. it's like hey, Adam Gates level shit. Only inserted <sighs> JD, and he's blowing and going. Yeah. No, you got to blow and go. I mean, that's that energy they like in Norman. I respect it. How do you think they got Baker and Kyler and all those guys to come? To their Jesus school. Christ. To their school. To their school. UConn plays Michigan and NC State back-to-back weeks. Michigan, Jesus. we'll get to those frauds. And Worst Boston. Oh, Kevin, they play Boston College at home this year. <laughs> and then they play UMass the following week in UConn. So we could either do October – now, well, you'll be down at my house anyway on the 29th, actually, because that's Halloween party weekend. I will. And Matt will be there, too, actually, this year. Let's all travel to Ann Arbor in our Yukon gear. Okay. But game. then the following weekend is the Cumble. Damn. That's an electric schedule. 11-4, baby. It's an electric schedule. We'll figure this out. We even might get McCarthy to come over. Wait, they're playing BC in stores? Yes. What? The fuck? All right. Like, BC isn't great, but they're a Power 5 school, technically. Now we're into our biggest game of the year segment. BC versus UConn. (laughs) All right. Back to the task at hand. We're moving east. We're going to JD's conference. And literally, my notes for the Big Ten are this. It's OSU, then I guess Wisconsin? Yeah, that's actually pretty fair. Uh, my surprise team 
I said shout out to my boy Grayson. It's not with Northwestern. <laughs> That'd be very surprising. That'd be very surprising. Um, yeah, I think Ohio State's going to win this. Uh, there's no shocker there. Um, I, I They're returning one of the better offenses in college football, um, if not the best. Uh, and then their defense was terrible last year. If it's serviceable this year, they'll win the Big Ten. If it's good, they could win the national championship. So uh, that's how good their offense is. And um, I think Michigan State takes a step back. Um, not like a huge step back. Like, I don't think it's going to be like four or five wins. Uh, but I think they're going to – like, I think they'll finish behind uh, like Penn State. Like, I think Penn State will be better than them. Um, I like Maryland as a surprise team. Uh, I mean, two as a little brother. Um, I actually think he's really good. It's just – it's Maryland. Every time I've seen him play, it's not bad. And then out of the West, it's just a big old crapshoot. But I think, you know, when in doubt, go Wisconsin. I actually do think Wisconsin, top to bottom, is the better team, uh, the best team. But I also like Minnesota as kind of the surprise team there, um, taking second in the West and challenging Wisconsin. I think they play like second to last week. Uh, or golfers. For, for the chance to get annihilated by Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Hopefully. I do think Michigan is going to be very good, but I also think they have one of the saddest excuses for a schedule. They'll be 7-0 and and not have a game within four touchdowns in those seven games. They're out of conferences, Hawaii, UConn, and like Western Michigan or something. Uh, so just, just great scheduling there by Jim. Um, you know, they want the big boys. Uh, oh, obviously. Jimmy two times? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of my general thoughts uh, on the conference. Um, and I do think Ohio State is going to be very good. Shocker. Matt, I want to let you get to this, but I'm waiting for Kevin here. Kevin, I, I want to hear your opinions of the Big Ten. I mean, I have a fucking brain, so I have Ohio State winning it. Okay. I think it depends. If we see Ohio <laughs> State early in the season this year, like we did last year, then it might be Michigan State. If we see Ohio State continue that momentum they had later on in the year where the defense stepped up, C.J. Stroud became a Heisman finalist because he was not the same quarterback early in the year. Ohio State fans were calling him to be benched. Uh, If we see that end of year Ohio State, then yeah, they're going to have a cakewalk to the national championship. I don't care who they play, unless it's Alabama. but, But I don't think they will. I think they will be the two seed or the one seed, depending on Alabama season. It's going to be Alabama one, Ohio State two, or vice versa. But, and I think Wisconsin's going to come out of the West. I really like Wisconsin this year. Uh, I'm not sure how badly I was going to fall, but they're going to lose some bad games. Yeah, I was definitely my step back team Uh, as well. But hot take, Jim Harbaugh is going to regret coming back to Michigan. Oh God! Yeah, man I think that cannot was... decide between Cade McNamara and JJ McCarthy, and he said that the quarterback battle will go on into the season. No, it should not. The conversation would be you did last year at loss in the Michigan State game. The conversation should go. All right, so we have Cade McNamara and who else? No, nah, it doesn't matter. We're going with the other guy. That should be the quarterback battle. Cade serviceable. To be fair, I did say last year if Cade McNamara was playing against Ohio State, I was not worried. If they switched to JJ, I was much more worried. I actually, and I end up definitely wrong, of course. Um, but Cade McNamara is serviceable. He's not bad. Um, 
I think Blake Corum is going to be really good. They got some good uh, Ronnie Bell coming back. Like, I think their offense will be fine, but um, there's, I just don't see a world where they're not better with JJ McCarthy. I thought they were better with JJ McCarthy last year and he was a little more raw. Um, And they kind of went back and forth and didn't let anyone get a rhythm and allow Michigan state back into that game. Uh, And at least he picked someone and went with someone after that. But um, yeah, JJ McCarthy should start. Uh, but he won't because he's Jim Harbaugh. So yeah, I think whatever deficiencies you can point out in JJ McCarthy's game, yeah, he might lose you some games, but he's also going to win you some games. Exactly. Cade McNamara is not going to win you any games, but he's also not going to lose you any games. You yeah. need a guy who's going to go out there and win you games if you're going to compete with Ohio State and try to get back to the college football playoff. And I don't trust Cade McNamara to win me any games, so I think that if they even let's consider just- rolling with him then their Jim Harbaugh is going to regret this decision. Not Let's just say it was the perfect storm for a Cade McNamara quarterback to beat Ohio State last year at home in the snow, and he just had to hand the ball off. He didn't have to make any throws. He didn't. Make I keep any forgetting. Throws of is this like a seven-year college football? At this point, it feels like it is. No, he's only. I think he's a junior. Yeah, he's, he's a, a junior. Yeah, I feel like he's been there forever. Uh, and then again, uh, Michigan. Been, since Michigan there, has like Michigan is has has had forgettable quarterbacks since fucking Chaney. So yeah, they've had uh, like oh, Denar Robinson. They've had watered down Iowa quarterbacks since <laughs> Jim's been there. JJ McCarthy's like his first big time recruit, and he won't play him. The fact that he's a big time recruit, he won't play him, just shows how bad of a college coach he is. And he went to Minnesota. He flirted with Minnesota, and uh, Michigan had like the twelfth or thirteenth best recruiting class in the Big Ten this year. After the Big Ten championship, they took all that momentum and ran it into the ground. Which yeah, is no. hilarious. Absolutely Look, hilarious. The the, the sequence and they of need events, to put back, put back in their place. Good God, I know the Big Ten might here. might turn into what the ACC was at least for one year because you're going to have Ohio State running the table like a Clemson. You're going to have one team that's like a Pitt or a Miami or an NC State, uh, like a Wisco coming out of the other side of the conference, and then just getting absolutely slaughtered in the pack, the championship game. I'd like to but think we're a little deeper than those old AC. Like our, our This year, this year maybe not, because I have a lot of teams regressing. Like Penn State is one Michigan, of them. I think, I think Michigan's going to be undefeated when they play Ohio State. I'm not saying that makes them that good. Their schedule's that Their bad. schedule's a fucking cupcake. The, their only hard game is at Iowa, and it's just because Iowa's tough to play on They're the road gonna get slaughtered. Night. I don't think they're going to lose that game. And that's their oh, toughest no. game of the year. Ryan Day is going to be dancing. They got Jim Michigan Harbaugh's State grave. at home. God, I, dude, you don't know how much I need this. Because good God. I I used to, I took, I took for granted kicking their faces in for my entire life. Because good God, did they come out of the woodwork and were they assholes this year? And let's just say I got a little book. I'm like Ryan from the office. Just take my notes. Take my notes. I may or may not have made one joke. I also won like 50 bucks in that game last year. So. No, no, no. I've, I'll take shit. I talk a lot of shit. I'll take shit. But living around – at one point last year, uh, like around here, all the all my friends, like I'm definitely probably the biggest Ohio State college football fan and mm-hmm. like our friend group, and a lot of people know that. Uh, when we lost to Oregon, my buddy who is a Michigan fan sent a Snapchat of like 20 people I know at a Michigan tailgate literally chanting, fuck J.D., and I'm like, all right. <laughs> I've got to be honest. That's okay. kind of energy that makes was, me it, love college football. It, 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 honestly, it was so, hilarious. It was hilarious. It was on like 15 snap stories. I'm like, okay, I'll eat shit today. All right. I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. I, also, I mean, me. we also checked up on you because we, me and Kevin were watching the game in the same room oh, on the vineyard God. after we've been drinking all morning. I went to Ann Arbor. It was the worst day of my life. I didn't go in, but 
It was a shit show. That place yeah, I remember you kept sending us snap updates. I'm like, we gotta check on this kid if he's alive. No, that that place is a shithole. Uh, you couldn't watch the game in the tailgate. Like, there was no uh, radio signal to watch the game or anything like that. Uh, they blacked it out in Ann Arbor because the place is a shithole. And uh, I'll never be back, which is good. But I'll be there this year in Columbus, the Holy Land, to watch the game. So fair, uh, JD. Screw Michigan. Gonna... I do think they'll be undefeated though when we play them. Tell. On your weekly calls with Ryan Day, tell him I have some uh, some a tip for him. They're FaceTimes, uh, but okay. We like okay, eye contact. Sorry, FaceTimes. Yeah, when you guys see Alabama in the national championship, don't mm-hmm. put a slow white linebacker on gotcha. Tyler Harrell. Gotcha. And we have a slow white linebacker too. So don't Tommy put Eisenberg. him on. Tommy don't Eisenberg on. is not allowed. Absolutely. Don't put him not. on. We don't need a tough Borland situation again. No, God, we don't need tough Borland. Is that the dude who's covering Smitty for half the game? Yes. yes <laughs> Smitty's entire game. Where he it, put up I mean, it's funny because, like, watching Ohio State, like, all year, we literally would be like, this is the slowest. Like, he is literally good against the Wisconsin's of the world as he'll, like, plug an A gap. But, like, why he got, have him in any coverage guarding the best receiver in college football in the last 10 years? I have no idea. But hey, yeah, no. hey that's why that defensive staff is gone. Hmm. And Jim Knowles is coming in. And Jim Knowles is going to fix us. God, I hope we're paying him enough. He better fix us. <laughs> All right. We got some boys on defense. You ready to though. talk about the conference that only I care about? No, I love talking yeah. about the Sun Belt. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out James Madison. Our, Let's get it, baby. When's our Mac? Uh, when's our Mac review? When we're drunk off our asses on Thursday night. Also, what are I you guys' thoughts? Can I just get real quick before we move on to the Big Ten? What's your guys' thoughts on the Notre Dame game? Um, I can't wait for them to get slaughtered every game they play this year. I meant like us, like when we play them, we play. Oh no, I got uh, Ohio State by fifty. The so the, so big. The record I'm the over for the record for a score in college football history is Georgia Tech two hundred twenty-two, Cumberland College zero. Okay. So look in that range, maybe two twenty-three to zero, maybe two twenty. Ryan makes a maybe two thirty to seven. No, they might get a sneaky touchdown at the end. So but. because uh, gambling is not legal in the state of Massachusetts until January first, Ohio, it's October, coming October. Um, Ours is going to be like the end of the football. Season. I know yours is January first. Um, Kevin and me are placing a round of bets before I leave for uh, vacation. Through my and one of them I will place on is the over for Ohio State to kick the living piss out of Notre Dame. One, for personal vendettas, because I fucking hate Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So uh, do God's work and knock God's team out. Um, Or the <laughs> phonies. The phonies, sorry. They're not God's team anymore. They cover up the cross for Obama. Um, two, uh, yeah, no, I'm also picking uh, Pitt to lose in the, in the backyard brawl because, God, West Virginia fans are fucking psychopaths. The only thing that scares me is Ohio State has a really weird – thing of being awful in home uh like big time home out of conference games to start the year they've lost like but their it's last notre five. dame I we lost like, to okay. oregon we, we lost to uh virginia tech we but lost that oregon to, team last year was on a roll texas usc like we've lost like five in a row dating back like that's why you don't schedule yeah good we know Kevin. Opponents. that's why that's what you do i understand louisiana that. monroe kent state the alabama's Citadel. played three out of conference road games since uh Nick and what's their record? Games. What's exactly. their record in those games? It's two and zero. Oh, they're going to yeah. play this year. It's going to be three and zero. Oh. Yeah, but that's not like. But awesome. also, we play neutral site games every. Yeah, year. and neutral site games in your backyard against 
overrated ACC teams. No offense here. Hey, Atlanta's about as far from Tallahassee. No, last year, last year was last year. We literally should have not been even ranked. And Jared, honestly, that was more pointed toward like the Francois. No, oh my god, that's the idea. Number three, I will always say this when we talk ACC ball. God bless Alabama for knocking Florida State's dynasty into a trash compactor in that game because everyone that was still the back end of Florida State's run through the ACC. Like Jameis the, gave the, an impassionate speech at half. The, the, the back end of the Jameis years before Dabo took over, it was like Alabama basically kicked Florida State into a garbage compactor and they still wouldn't come out. I, yet. I actually feel bad though for DeAndre Francois because after Didn't that he game, busted for selling drugs like a year later. Yeah, after that game, so he tore his ACL, missed the rest of the year, got arrested. Uh, no, ever he injured his patellar tendon, uh, missed the rest of the year, got arrested, transferred to. No, he was a walk attempting to walk on at FAU, uh, mm-hmm. and then he would grab. Transferred to Hampton University, which is a great academic school. Yeah, even though it's an FCS school, <laughs> and in his professional career, he has played in the for the fan-controlled football Glacier Boys, <laughs> the Spring League Blues, and he's, and he's about to play for Board Ape FC. Hell yeah. Board Ape FC. No, they're going to be good this year, and that's also in the fan-controlled football league. So yeah, uh, Alabama single-handedly ruined this. Man's when are we career. doing our fan-controlled uh, football league uh, preview, Jared? Um, get me baked or drunk off my ass. And we'll do it next week. All right, let's go. We should do that. Just pick like a random like league and just look at the whatever game. team has Terrell Owens and Johnny Manziel. All right, I'll there take the over. Josh Gordon and Josh Gordon because Josh Gordon's the boy. Because Roger Goodell's a hypocritic little fuck. Um, alrighty, I'm. I'm. You guys know I'm very. Pro- Did you I'm just very say a hypocritic? Hypocritic. What the fuck? Yeah, hypocritic oath. <laughs> Roger it's Goodell. Been a long day, guys. All right, the fact I'm, I'm sure he's taking a hypocritic oath at some point in his position. Yeah, for stabbing players in the it's back. Hippocratic right. oath to swear that it's not a concussion, and if it is, it had yeah. nothing to do with Vontez Burfick taking your head off. No <laughs> okay. correlation to football. We're talking ACC. Yeah. Let's let's get let's talk about the elephant in the room. There's there's four good teams in the ACC, and then it's the rest of them. It's Pitt, it's Clemson, it's Miami, it's North Carolina State, and then it's the rest of everyone else. False. I don't trust Wake Forest. Show me they can actually win a game without a vacuum. So we're not Georgia Institute of Tech fans. <laughs> I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a big. Tri- I'm not a big triple option guy, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't run the triple option anymore. I know they don't. I was being. A, I was making a joke because they ran oh. it for like my entire childhood. Megatron, baby. Wide receiver, you. Georgia uh, Tech, rambling wreck. I, I would raise more hell about your omission of Wake Forest if the cutest quarterback in D1 was not out for the year. Oh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? I saw Sam him. Hartman. Yeah, I watched him in that uh, QB1 show. He was on with Justin Fields. Wait, Hartman's actually done for the year? Yeah. Okay, oh, I, I, I saw he was injured. I did not see what the actual official like diagnosis was. It's a medical issue. It's not an injury. Uh, they haven't really announced what it is, but... Jared, I have a confession. Well, forgive buddy. me. I have sinned. Yes, we killed Clemson. 
but I might, okay. be, I, I might um, be single-handedly reviving them. I think Clemson's going to win the ACC this year. I think, uh, and uh, we'll get to our college football playoff picks, but uh, I think Clemson's back. And not back for good, but like one last maybe gasp heartbeat. I think their defense was really good last year. They went under. People thought Clemson sucked last year. What, they lose two games? They shut down everything they played. Maybe they three. just couldn't score a fucking point. And won their bowl game. Yeah, and won their bowl game, I think. So, like, I don't think Clemson's that bad. I don't think DJ's great. I don't think this league's great. I don't think he needs to be great. Uh, I think their defense is really good. I know they lost their D.C. Um, with Brett Venables, but I, I don't That's know. This feels defense, like man. this is, like, prime for the taking and give me, like, as much as I hate Dabo, give me like a well-coached uh, Clemson team with probably the most talent to win this. I don't think they're great, but I think they'll win. Who do they, do they have any out-of-conference tough ones? I mean, South Clemson? Carolina. Other than I, know South, South, I know South Carolina. They play late in the year. That's like a traditional but, one. Um, I'm checking right now. I'm looking at their schedule. Uh, at Notre Dame in November. Okay. At Notre Dame, that'll be that'll be big. So actually. that'll be to be determined how good Notre Dame is this year. Yeah, we'll right. see how much they lose by the Ohio State. I think Notre Dame goes like Clemson, like USC to finish or something. So they might finish three losses. But um, I'm taking Clemson now, Jared. I will say this: I think the U has a really good season. I think you finish the year not ACC champs, but feeling really good about the direction of your program and poised to win it next year. Um, and maybe start to build something as you actually get a real stadium and a real atmosphere um, coming coming to the U. But I do think you have a really good year. Like, I think you do have a good year. I just don't think you win the ACC. I think you're the second best team. I'm wearing the Mer- – I'm wearing the – Do uh, they play uh, Miami? Are they in the same division? Miami, Miami Clemson play each other this year in October, in November. Where at? Uh, I think it's in Clemson because somehow the ACC commissioner finagles that one every single fucking year. Clemson has not played a game in Miami since Deshaun Watson was a junior. Which yeah, is, plus, I, don't, I don't get how that Clemson fucking Clemson has, works. you know, just great moral, uh, outstanding quarterbacks, uh, just good people in that program. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's okay. Um, so. Yeah, no. Um, I'll let Matt, Matt, what do you think ACC-wise? Uh, don't Listen, you can be as hurtful as you want. I know Kevin's going to try to, like, stab me in the throat, basically. Uh, I like uh, I like Miami and UNC in the coast. Um I got, I got Clemson in the ATL or the Atlantic. Uh, I think I got Wake Forest as a sleeper right now. Um, don't sleep on Duke, man. I'm telling you, man. Duke and Syracuse are gonna win. Now I'm joking. I'm completely joking. I just, I look at I you just, like, I'm like, Jesus, uh, man. I know you're new to college ball. That's like a Samir tanker. Right no, I fuck, purposely, man? I purposely underlined those because I was like, I think I can get a rise out of Jared if I say UNC and Duke are gonna be good. Uh, but no, I mean, my top, I got Miami and USC with the coast right now, and I've got. Clemson and Wake Forest battling out in the Atlantic. What's everyone's hard on about NC State? I love NC State's defense. I do. Like, I feel like everyone's got a hard on for them, and they might be. Okay, I listen. I watched my my like Hurricanes. I watched my Hurricanes, who have no, who had no business being in the same game as them last year, punk them on national television, and I was like, okay, so NC State doesn't like the big stage. Got it. Cool. Because right, yeah. Miami walked in and. Punched them in the throat, and they Miami almost blew it, and then still won. NC State loves like big stage, like Friday night games. Yeah, they don't like the Saturday night when like it's like. Also, oh, that Miami game was a little different. That was honoring the 0-1 team. So, like, if they lost that game, just just cancel the program, call it a day. It's over. Because that's like the greatest college football team of all time, and they basically were almost disrespecting them. If they lost that shit, but um, 
That was also TVD's coming out party. So, yeah, I think he'll be good. I think you have a I, real. I, listen, you have a real CT's, coach. CT's own baby. You have a real coach. Um, not that I, I think you've had a kind of a Man, Manny. Miami has like this feeling of like. I don't want to call. I'm not calling them a gimmicky program, but they've had gimmicky coaches. Yeah, that, like, I think wrecked, feel wrecked big his... names, but aren't actually that good. Okay, like let me let me summarize. They finally, this have right a real life adult good coach. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna gimmicky. I'm gonna make this really simple. Okay, Randy Shannon. Randy, Randy Shannon was on the '80s teams. That's the only reason he got the job. Um, Al, um, Al Golden was a clown who had a couple good seasons before he got the job, and that that was douchebag with the tie. Yes. Um, then you have Mark. I pray for his health every day. He's a great man, but that man after year one had no business coaching college football anymore. His health was declining too fast. Manny Diaz. I loved him as a defensive coordinator. He made Miami's defense fun to watch again, but that man should have never been given a head coaching job. And then now we have Mario Mario who played on two national championship teams. Mario who's shown he could be a head coach. Mari, who coached under a legend and arguably the greatest football coach ever walked the earth, Nick Saban. I think he is, honestly, at this point, if you argue otherwise. Um, so I also, think this shout is the out, per- Shout out for stealing Josh Gaddis. I think he's a really good offensive I love that hire. Taking, have- taking him from Michigan. Well, I here's really the thing is, Miami's got four good running backs, four like, solid running backs. So why not get a coach who knows how to utilize running backs in his offense? But yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie, uh, Tyler Van Dyke's a way better quarterback than Kim McNamara, so that opens our offense up a little more. But all I'll say is this. If, if you want my ACC preview, here's this. I did. I went through every team's records that actually mattered. I had Pitt going 9-5 and because that's 9-5 and five if they lose to West Virginia. That's a coin flip to me, 10-4 and four if they beat them. Um, Clemson I have going 11-3, and 12-2. Depending on uh, a couple a game here or there, like the problem is they play a couple of good teams back to back in the middle of the schedule. I have Miami either going ten and two or eleven and one, depending on that Clemson game. They are going to lose to Texas A&M. I have no disillusions about that. I will bet the house that they will beat them because that's who I am as a person. And that game week four, Kevin will be witness to this. I will scream, yell, and holler that we're going to pull off the upset. Kevin, but that's not in- one of A&M's four losses. Uh, it if, might be. You know, fucking Listen, garbage. Kevin, uh, will I at least get your root? Are you rooting for Miami that. in that game? I love that from you, Kevin. Yeah. I love your hatred for AM. I hate AM so much. I hate that they're like, no, me too. like I hate AM. Um, uh, but here's the thing is like I know I'm I know Miami's not going to be a national championship contender this year, but I think they can make a run for an ACC title. I think, I I think, think Miami could win that game at I think I Clemson. Can, I don't know if you can win it. I think Clemson is going to have a problem where they can't score points. They're going to go to the freshman quarterback too early, and he's going to struggle because unless they're playing oh, wow. some bottom feeder team, I think DJ is going to get benched. I really think he is. I think Miami will not play DJ this year. I think Miami's going to play their freshman quarterback. Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. So no, I think Miami's going to play against Clemson's freshman quarterback. My 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 championship game is Clemson Miami. I do think Miami wins, but Miami's going to get throttled if they they're, they're not they're not championship ready. They're not even on that level. They're just sniffing a tier two or tier three spot at this point. They it's are a great just, season for them though. That's a great season compared to what we've had to experience and how bad we were embarrassed in 2017. I think if they lose in the ACC championship, it's a good season. But if we lose to Clemson, that's going to fucking piss a lot of people well, off because sure. fuck Clemson. Sure, but long term. 
Kevin, I've listened uh, to your SEC, Big Ten, and Big 12 previews. I have no idea what you think about the SEC. NC State versus Pitt. Pitt's going to win it. I think wow. He's blind. Very, he's blind this love to Pitt drives me crazy. I like Pat Narduzzi. I think he's a very good coach. Uh, I hate Pat Narduzzi. Oh, I, I just mean from coach, a coaching but I standpoint. I hate him. Uh, and also, I think I have the opposite opinion of Clemson. I think putting in a true freshman, if a team struggling on offense, can give them a spark. Look at Oklahoma last year. They're struggling on offense. Put in Caleb Williams, got a spark, made a run. Uh, I think uh, Dabo is going to stick with DJ too long. He's going to tr- uh, tr- hand the keys to Cade too late, and then he's going to be fucked. But also, Dabo has had two coordinators, really. Three, because he had co-offense coordinators for a few years, uh, since Clemson started being good. Tony Elliott and Brent yeah. Venables. Yeah, how much of that great. defense was Brent Venables' scheme and how much of it was Dabo? Well, they were Clemson's well. going to have the talent. Well, they're going to have boys out there. But can their new D.C. scheme them into positions to succeed? I don't know. Okay, I'm very fine. curious to see how Dabo can do replacing coordinators. Because that's that's the mark of a great coach to me. If they can replace coordinators. Yeah. No, they, you got to know at places, at big-time programs, it's a revolving door. With Clemson, that sustainability, it's awesome, but it's not realistic. It's weird. It's a big program. Can I say something about Clemson as an ACC yeah, definitely. fan? Definitely. I've watched a lot of Clemson games. Brent Venable's defense used to scare the piss out of me. That shit was crazy. It was a hybrid of uh, Dick LeBeau's zone blitz from the Pittsburgh glory days mixed with some, like, Ravens glory, Ravens Rex Ryan era kind of shit where you didn't know what the fuck was coming at you. It just looked so concise. Everything was so off balance, but yet was so perfected. Brent Venables made guys like Scooby Wright all American candidates. Let's just put that in perspective. Brent Venables was an amazing defense coordinator. I think he's going to have a great for Arizona. I think, no, it's good. What was the guy's name? Is that home video? No, yeah, no, yeah, I got the name flipped. Another white boy who wore like crazy face paint and he's yeah. in the AF or USFL, where the fuck he was in. Either way. Is that the one who speared Justin Fields? Yeah, that was the one who speared Justin Fields. Okay. Brent Venable's defense. Honestly, very Scooby Wright esque. So I'm. Yeah, know. very Scooby Wright esque. Oh, um, uh, Skolaski or whatever. Skolaski, yeah. that's what it was. And it was yeah. some fucking ridiculous white boy I hate name. James Skolaski. I hate that bastard. Yeah, so here's the thing about the Clemson defense. I am worried, like Kevin said, I am worried they can't replace. Brent Venables. Is, is Brent worried Venables the right is, word? What? Is worried the right open, word there? Open, oh, open. exactly. Because, like, listen, if you tell me I can watch a November TV dropping five touchdown passes on that comes to the secondary, I might do cartwheels down my driveway. On like live, on live, on live stream. I will do it. All right. Done. And also, why I don't have Miami in the ACC championship, I – Jared and Kiernan Rosius, I do not Jared. trust that run game. That spring game was atrocious. You mean it run wasn't, defense? Yes. The run game. Uh, I don't know if it's the run, run game, game is that good or if the run defense is that bad. Because it wasn't just scheme was they're learning a new defensive scheme. It wasn't just their tackling was bad. It wasn't just they couldn't get pressure. It was all of that. They couldn't get any pressure into the backfield as the handoff was happening ever. They couldn't tackle a running back to save their lives, whether it was open field or gang tackling. And they'd seen there were holes all over the place. 
I think Miami's got a good offensive line. I don't think it's good. It's that good that you are going to get a wide open hole every single play. So the word was because I, I I have a lot of like beat writers because Miami's weird. Like they they their beat writers hand like they're a pro, pro like a pro team, which is stupid. Apparently, Mario Cristobal after that spring game made the defensive line run laps for hours. Fixed. Also, by the way, Miami's got like three four star running backs. Knight and Cheney, and there's one other one who's like a freshman or sophomore. Um, but like Knighton had a ridiculous year last year. John Cheney was a top ten recruit running back of the year before when he was coming out of college. Um, Miami's always had good running backs, and this year they actually have really, really good running backs. I'm I'm gonna miss Cameron Harris. Actually, wait, I think he came back from I'm not even sure. Cameron Harris just kind of he just appears. Um, but I will say this to Kevin's point: yes, the run defense did scare me a little bit during that spring game. But then I thought to myself, oh, it's a spring game. They're probably not trying. Oh, Mario Mario Cristobal ain't going to take that shit. Oh, they're going to fucking run. And I was right about that. So I'm. it does scare me. But the thing is, in the ACC, there's only about – I was going to say. Clemson does have does have a good running game. But there's no more Michael Carter, Javante Williams duos in that site. If you don't have a run um, defense, that's a lot scarier in the Big Ten and the SEC. Than yeah, in the ACC, it's more about passing. Um, I mean, yes, the Clemson does have a good running back. but. I don't really it doesn't it's not like when North Carolina walked in, in 2020 and stomped on our throat. That that game still haunts me to my nightmares. That game was worse than the Clemson beating us 56 to 7. Matt, who do you got? We're talking AC wait, we're talking SEC or ACC right Atlantic now. Coast we're still ACC baby. Oh, we're still there. Didn't I already get it? Right. Did you? I don't I don't know. Oh yeah, I did because I said Syracuse and Duke was going to win it all. And I oh yeah, that's right. So oh, we, we that's can right. talk. That's right. Oh, we can talk Kevin's conference now. Oh man, give me freaking Vanderbilt, bro! It's the only team I was ever able to watch because I always worked during all the good games. I was forced huh. to watch this atrocious of a team. I thought for, for like, a second years. you were saying like it's the only team you could stand watching, and I was no, for a no. I was this is uh this is like the first time I've actually got like a Monday through Friday set job to where every other job was always like a weekend thing, and I was always stuck fucking watching Vanderbilt and fucking like some other bullshit team like Syracuse. God, so I now I can actually James watch Franklin the teams. Days. I do too, man. They're but, actually semi entertaining. I mean, realistically, obviously, we're going with Alabama in the West. Um, I like. Uh, I guess you can. I don't know. Maybe you can give Texas A and M as like a surprise. But you know, if you, I like Georgia, obviously in the East. Um, you and Kentucky is a little sleeper to me. Um, but you know, Tennessee as well. But realistically, I'm going Alabama in the West and Georgia in the East. Um, for me, because everyone really doesn't care about my ACC opinion, SEC opinions here. Um, I have Alabama running away with a like. A, a mile of space in the West. Um, I think LSU is going to be – LSU is my disappointment. I think LSU is going to be fucking garbage. Yeah, ever I since th- Edo and everything. I, I, think, I think the problem with LSU is is Brian – everyone's like saying, oh, Brian Kelly's did so good with, like, academic restrictions. I'm like, yeah, but you – in order to could pick their games, the SEC is a whole different fucking animal. Um. I think LSU is really going to struggle. Um, I think Alabama is just they, – they're ready to rip everyone's head off. I don't know if they're going to win the title, but fuck, they're going to get close. Um, I'm not I'm not making my title prediction until opening night. Um, that's my rule. But um, I will say this about 
the East. East is I don't right. think Georgia's gonna have a title hangover, but I don't think they're gonna be as like effective. Where they're gonna be in a lot more games this year. Everything's gonna be a lot closer. Yeah, I can see that. I think I think, I think the, the East, East is a little more competitive. Is, I think like South Carolina is gonna be fun because of Rattler, but mm-hmm. Florida's a joke. They'll they'll win a game or two. They're not supposed to South Carolina. Like I honestly want. I wish we were. I wish Miami was playing Florida this year because I want payback for that Felipe Franks game. Mm-hmm. I want literally to watch Miami stomp them like it's two thousand. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 you. It's Georgia, Bama, in December what sixth, seventh, whatever it's gonna be. In uh, in a Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Let's be honest. I, I I mean, I love to see like Kentucky be some fun or Tam U. Even though Tam U is going to lose to Miami Week Four, because you know I'm going to get myself so hyped up, I'm going to say it anyway. But let's be honest, it's Bama. It's Bama. It's Georgia. Bama wins next. Kevin. Uh, George is going to have to rely on Stetson, the mailman Bennett this year. That defense is not going to be, thank you, national championship, national champion Stetson, the mailman Bennett. Uh, That defense is going to be nowhere near as dominant. They lost too much. Uh, Yeah, no. (laughs) They lost their defensive coordinator. It's going to be too much. Alabama is going to run through the West. It's going to be amazing to watch. It's gonna be. It's gonna be horrifying. It's gonna be like war crimes. Oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, because there's really not. There's not. Kevin, really I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a weekly text that's... from Kevin. Like, I'm like, Kevin's gonna be like, I just got off. I just got off watching Alabama stomp whatever it is team by the 30. West. The West usually has like a second and third team that's like they're gonna compete. I don't like. I don't no, yeah, not this no. year. Um, Alabama might actually murder every single team, and they just Alabama. And Nick Saban, Bryce Young, and Will Anderson are all going to be flown out to Switzerland to be interviewed by a war tribunal for what they're about to do <laughs> to the SEC West. Yeah. They're going to violate the Geneva Convention. Yeah. And the East is going to be a dogfight. And in the dogfight, you need a dog. Who's a dog? Shane Beamer. South Carolina coming out of the East. You're believing in Spencer Rattler. Okay, Kev, I see you. But I'm, I'm a like, believer. Dude, they were like, okay, so I'm I'm I was a big Spencer Rattler at South Carolina guy. I think they're gonna be like that second place team in the East, but you got them beating Georgia. I get beating out Georgia. I like it. They're gonna get absolutely fucking throttled by Alabama. But you know. Two years ago, Georgia was hoping to make the national championship. What'd they do? Lost, Lost to, to South Carolina at home. Lost South Carolina, yeah. Um, so Auburn wins the East and here's why. <laughs> well, Auburn's in the West, so that'd be really impressive. <laughs> I know that's, what's really impressive. No, uh, quote, um, so, actually Auburn a couple years ago did try to go to the sec East and the sec commissioner at the time said, no, you're not running away from Alabama to the East. So here's how it happens. Uh, Georgia assassinates God's every working. team on the West. Um, you know, they hire assassins, they kill them all. They forget Auburn is in the West because they're very forgettable this year. Georgia gets caught for doing it, has to forfeit the game. Auburn's the only team left on that side. Auburn wins. That's how that happens. Also, Auburn's um, essentially in Georgia, so. Essentially. Um, no, it's Bama, uh, of course. Um, like I said, it's kind of boring in the fact that, like, there's not even, like, a couple teams that, like, feel like they could beat Bama. Um, in the West usually is a little, I think, overall, usually a little better. It's not bad. 
Um, and by any means, it's still one of the best divisions in football, but it's usually the best or one of the best uh, top two. Uh, I don't know if it is this year, um, but uh, it's probably Georgia on the other side. That being said, uh, I will get burned as everyone get burned who says this sentence every year. I like Tennessee um, not to win the division, but to take second. I think Kentucky is maybe the most overrated team in the country. I'm excited to watch them lose a couple games this year. You really um, are not loving the Will, Hev- Will Levis trend, are you? I am not. And I, it's one of those things where it's like, I think as a society, we just decided Will Levis was awesome at football, and I missed it. I missed the boat because he's so okay, it hurts. The oh, fact so that Mark he's a top projected top is, 10 pick next year scares me. Mark Stoops is dead to me, so that's another reason why I don't like Kentucky. Plus, Fair. Kentucky Kentucky's at war with its own campus. Football True. and basketball, so. They're going to capitalize All right. themselves. All right. Well, let's, let's be honest. Anybody not have Alabama in their national title? Anybody? In the playoff? Like, are they going to at least make it to the, the, the national title? Um. Yeah, I think they're going to make it to the national title. Are we yes. going to do okay. a Okay. Okay. So let's be honest. Anybody, let's, let's do this even easier. Anybody not have at least Ohio State and Alabama in their national title? Yeah. Like their national title. My, I mean, right okay, now, so yeah, my, no, I have a brain. My, so. I have Alabama winning the fucking thing. Prove me wrong. They're on a war path. I think this may be like, listen, there are a couple teams on the rise. Saban's got eight more years, but I think this is like one of Saban's dominant teams. I think this is just like, like, I know I have no delusions out. Like my team's going to win or any other team. I think Alabama might just actually just beat the piss out of everybody. I'm thank God we don't play them this year. Uh, With that in mind though, my, Final four teams are one Alabama, two Ohio State, three. Give me the loser of the SEC, Georgia, and four. Give me the surprise winner at 10 and two out of the ACC. Give me Miami. You think a two-loss ACC team? Because the problem is the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are going to eat each other alive. I don't think a two-loss... I think it's going to be a two losses in like they're going to lose to uh, A&M by like a field goal, but then they're going to lose to Clemson by a field goal, but then come into the championship and kick Clemson's head in. Like it's going to be, a, it's going to be like they made the mistake early, but they were corrected. They honestly could beat, beat Clemson and go 10, 11 and one. I wouldn't be surprised. It's the problem is can they constantly put together good, consistent effort and clean play? Miami's biggest problem is they shoot themselves in the foot in meaningless games. I do not worry about them playing Pitt because we have Pitt's number. We punch Pitt in the throat ever since they beat us in 2017. We made it personal. We literally want to own my champion, not champions, Alabama. Like Alabama might actually commit war crimes this year. Maybe it's because I've been hanging out with Kevin too much. Maybe it's because I understand the tea leaves. Like the war crimes that Nick Saban is going to commit this year are kind of horrifying. And thank God, um, I'm really hoping we get the three seed instead of the four so we don't have to play Alabama this year in the in the playoff because that game would be fucking embarrassing. Even worse than last year when they basically broke Derek King. I think the Cheez-It Bowl broke him, honestly. Fucking, fucking Oklahoma State. No, not Oklahoma State. The Cheez-It Bowl specifically. Well, that whole... That, I, that game just made me so upset. 
Um. Anyway, uh, anybody not have Alabama winning the national title besides JD? Anybody have Ohio State winning the national title? Um. Yeah, I do, and um. So honestly, it's one of those I I don't want to take Bama chalk boring. Um. I do think. Uh, look, I'm not. It's gonna sit here at, at, at war crime everyone here with the with the speech. I, I think they could win the national championship. Obviously I want them to win the national championship. I think they have one of the best chances to uh, get there. Um, you know, I think they could win the big 10 pretty easily, uh, hopefully. And then, um, you know, be on a roll, hopefully thumping like Wisconsin. But um, so here's my thing. I think they're the one team that can, even though Alabama's defense is awesome, probably best in the country. I think they're the one team that can score on them. Um, I think they will score. I think Ohio State's offense is that good that it can and will score on anybody. Um, and the way I look at it is I look at that, kind of comparing it to that national championship a couple of years ago. Um, obviously, we didn't even have our best offensive performance, but <clears throat> that was a historic offensive Alabama team. I think Alabama's offense is good. I think Bryce Young's one of the best players in the country, if not the best um, offensive player in the country. But, like, they have a bunch of – a uh, bunch of transfers in at receiver. Like their skill positions aren't quite dynamic. And this is Kevin. I don't take this as me saying your skill positions are bad. They're not what they've been in the last couple of years. You, you can say this offense is not your 2020 offense. Here we go. Okay. One of the best offenses of all time. I mean, I think Ohio ridiculous. state can score with them. I think um, hopefully if their defense needs to be good this year in order to win the national championship, uh, but I'm going to pick Ohio State. I'm going to call my shot. And I'm not a homer because I didn't pick Ohio State last year. Uh, I did pick Georgia. Uh, I actually did pick Alabama to beat Georgia in the SEC and then Georgia to beat them in the championship. So shout out me for that. But uh, I'm not just a homer. You fucking weenie. Huh? So, <laughs> so here's why you're wrong about Alabama's skill positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year you said, congrats, you got our – Third stringer who couldn't even see the field. Never said that. Jameson Williams. Like and then he was the a, film there. That boy fast. Like go back to the film. Actually, I was higher on Jamison Williams than you were <laughs> to start the season. You were like, I'm not sure if he'll play. It's between him and blah blah blah. No, so that's just not true. But okay. I definitely did not say I didn't know he'd play because I knew Mechie and then everyone else was gone. Okay. I was well, high not, on Aggie play, Hall. But he, you was were not mistake. like you were not looking at him as your wide receiver one. No, because I thought it'd be Mechie. I thought he'd be our wide receiver too. Um, but also, I mean, we got a speedster mm-hmm. in Harrell from Louisville. We got a thousand yard rusher in Jameer Gibbs, who can also catch pass out of the backfield. Jermaine Burton, the best receiver on Georgia last year. Uh, tight ends, uh, sort of a concern with Cameron Latu being hurt, but Alabama's never really had great tight ends that at least in this recent run, uh, they've had good ones. Don't get me wrong before people come from my throat. Uh, bringing up some random dude who caught like two touchdowns in a game once, but, uh, but no, I, I think it's Alabama one, Ohio state two. Uh going to get weird. NC state three, USC four. Um, I, my I biggest thing is in, US, in, the, in today's USC college state football world, I think playoff? Ohio state's offense is better than Alabama's. So I, I think that gives them a chance on a neutral field. On any I given day. I think the problem is Alabama's defense is going to be the best of the same era. They have the best offensive player yeah. and the best defensive player in the country. So I think while Ohio State can score, I think, I think Will Anderson, Dallas Turner are going to give them. Fits. I think we have debatably the best quarterback, receiver, and running back 
in college football. I would take CJ Stroud over Bryce Young, but I would not take. I don't care who the fuck Jackson Smith and Jigma is. Alabama is going to. Alabama's going to pull some fucking farm boy out of you, South wait, Alabama. I don't care. Oh, we There's going to be name. some farm boy out of South Alabama. Who's, who's better gonna... than Jackson Smith? Did you? Yes, because okay. it happens right. every fucking awesome. year. That's, so Jared, Jared. That's the Cooper. worst take today. That's the worst take today, by the way. Like, if you would have said Bryce Young's better, I'd accept that. If you're going to sit here and tell me Alabama's defense is awesome and that's going to be Listen, the difference, I'll accept that. I'm going to say this right now. Jackson Smith and Zygma look great the most in their bowl. Thing. He looked great in their bowl. He looked great all season, dude. He broke an Ohio yeah. State receiving that, record. That is the wrong take. You could have said, he broke the I would Ohio take State Bryce Young record last year. I would take Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. That is, like J.D. said, that is a fair That's sentence. the wrong take of the three. Saying that the... Arguably the best receiver in college football last year. I think he got robbed for the Boletnikov. Yeah. Uh, I also I think, think Jameson Williams they, got robbed of I being think a finalist. Williams but, should have won, to be honest. But who the best return. It was the dude from Pitt who went to transfer to. Oh, USC. Addison, who's not going to do shit in the USC now. Got yeah. It. No, he didn't win it. I thought the receiver from Purdue did. No. Mm-mm. No, it was, no, it was, it was Pitt. It, it was Pitt. The receiver it was, it from was Purdue Addison. was a finalist, though, too, right? It was Addison. No, I don't think he was. No, okay, I will Purdue, walk I'm this back sure. a little bit, but I just Alabama every year pulls some receiver out of nowhere. Who that's fair. Like that's not a bad take to say that they're I don't think gonna he, have good receivers. I don't it's think a- Smith and Jigma is the best receiver in college football this year. I think he's great. I think he's exceptional. But I think there's some, there's gonna be some receiver who comes out of nowhere and is gonna be like, oh my god, he's the best receiver ever in the in the game right now. Uh, no, I don't just know. to be clear, you're no. taking the field, which is like I'm okay. taking the field over Jacksonville <laughs> over hey, one player hey, in college. Hey guys, uh, maybe one of the other hundred <laughs> D1 football schools might have a receiver better. Than I have. I'll accept that, Jared. I'll accept that. Okay. Also, I, I would like to say I did say maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, and that just to rattle, just to finish, I never did say my four, so I was. Uh, I do think. Uh, Either Bama or Ohio State won two. It depends. Uh, if Bama gets a cheap loss, doesn't matter. They're still there. Um, but if Bama wins out, they're one. I think Ohio State's two. Um, and then I have Clemson three, uh, a little Ohio State-Clemson rematch, uh, which I would like to thump them again. Um, and then actually, weirdly enough, you're going to be shocked here. I have Michigan four because I think they're going to be undefeated and lose in a close game in Columbus and get that four spot over like a two loss champion from another school. If your only loss That's is to the second best team in the country the makes the playoff. It's not, no, it's definitely not like that at no, all. Actually. As it hates <laughs> levels, not oh, okay. Level. No, it, 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 does, it is dumb. Cause I don't think they're the fourth best team, but I think their schedule is that easy that they're going to run through people and then they're going to lose to the second or first best team in the country at, on the road. Um, if it's relatively close and then the way it works out, like I just think the Pac-12 is going to have a couple losses. I think the uh, Big 12 is going to have a couple losses. And I'm just not sure Georgia doesn't trip up once in the East and then lose to Alabama in the championship. Then you're a two-loss non-champion. You don't get that either. So I, that's more of like a strategic just kind of going through the wins and losses, how they get into that four. Then I actually think they're the fourth best team in the country. I just want to make that clear. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our college football preview. Oh, by the way, folks, um, quick Heisman? thing, guys, on the horn, Heisman. Kevin, who think- you got? I'm going to fucking vomit. CJ Stroud. JD. 
Yeah, I just don't think uh, they want to give it to a second person without them being like clearly one of the best players in college football like history. And I think Bryce Young is awesome, but him winning last year makes it almost impossible for him to win it this year because he has to be that much better than himself last year. Um, so I think just the betting easy odds is CJ Stroud, but I don't hate Will Anderson getting invited and I don't hate Caleb Williams getting invited. Yeah, it's a, I think just it's a big quarterback running back race right now with the Heisman. It's just, I, I like, like you said, I like Will Anderson getting the invite. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going with the obvious favorite with CJ Stroud. I think that's a clear, easy choice right there, but I do like Bryce Young, you know, Caleb Wilson getting in there. Um, but I think Stroud's going to be that favorite right now going in. Yeah, I got CJ. I mean, listen, I'd love to see my boy TVD get an invite. I just, it's CJ Stroud. CJ's just going to put up dumb numbers, and I think Ryan it's wants the, him to win. So I think Ryan will keep him in in second halves more than yeah. he did last year. Listen, I think this is going to, so I will say this with my boys. I think TVD is going to get the most Miami votes since Gino Toretto back in two. You think he gets invited? Oh, I think he gets invited. I think he's going to absolutely obliterate a lot of secondaries. The, like the the thing with what, why I love Van Dyke so much is because the kid has no fear and he slings it. it there's no like hesitation. Like King had a hesitation, so Jarrett Williams sort of take that I, Pollock. Also, I think David Pollock. I think David Pollock having to eat that shit after the North Carolina State game has made my fucking day. Um. Oh my God! No, I I love Tyler Van Dyke. I think he's going to be a great player. I agree with Kevin. I think he should stay for another year after this year. I think him coming out next year will be stupid, um, especially with the fact that Cristobal is building that program nowhere but up, and Jake Garcia is not a threat to his position. The kid who they just recruited now that's a threat to his Tyler Van Dyke position, but he's not going to be ready to for another year and a half. So, don't. I think TVD will if he doesn't go next to New York this year, will go next year. I think he is. CT's best, but also like this this kid shot Glastonbury. But uh yeah, no, um I, I, I love Van Dyke. I think he's gonna be a hell of a player this year. I honestly tried to get a hold of his jersey somehow, but can't do it. Fucking NCAA bullshit rule still. Even with the even with the name image image and like this, I still cannot get a Tyler Van Dyke jersey. But yeah, I don't think they're there yet with like jerseys. But I will say this um give me James Williams for the uh Jim Thorpe award. Best defensive back in the country. All right. Noted. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to appreciate these amazing men. J.D. Davis, the former Corner Booth co-host, one of my good friends, and Ohio, probably the best man I know from Ohio. Um, Mr. Kevin, one of the will probably be one of the best men at my wedding, and uh, honestly, one of the coolest dudes I know even though he drives me fucking crazy and the leader of the Alabama cult, or at least one of the uh, board members <laughs> <laughs> host of the amazing tailgate on the quad podcast. If you have not subscribed, you are fucking missing out. They're the best college football show. Belly up sports and a lot of the, uh, and honestly, the internet has to offer, check them out. They release, they record an episode every Wednesday. It should be out Thursday morning is my favorite Thursday morning commute tradition. Give him a listen. Of course, you know my amazing co-host, Matt, who basically kicks ass on TikTok and social media. If you haven't seen one of his 3 million videos, you should. Appreciate y'all stopping by for the Season 8 premiere, the College Bowl preview. Next show will most likely be the kickoff of our two-part NFL preview. We love y'all so much. We appreciate the support as we kick off Season 8. 
check us out on the Dive and Friends channel as much as, as well as the Hornbook channel and our live show on our YouTube. We appreciate y'all and uh, have a good night. Peace. See you in January, Kev. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.